Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Terry Van Dean from Leatherwolf. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad we could do this uh, a second time. I, I didn't have the music last time, so break the fourth wall. I'm back, and I've had a lot of time to uh, analyze it and break it down and do some side-by-side, -side, as, I, as I told you. Um, it's as strong as the first two albums, I feel. It's, but here's the thing with those, because you know, when a band does its first first albums, you can never touch any band's first couple albums because there's something about it. Yeah, the, these strongly sit right with them. You know, it's like, but the production. If those are, if, say, those are like a, a nine or a ten, the production on this is like a twelve. It's like well, that's that much louder, right? It's just, it's just that much better. And it's not about effects. It's just it's, it's, the album's just like heavier, but it's also crisper. You can hear everything. Um, you did a good job in the production. So, well, that's uh, you know, Randy helped us out on that. He's he's like such a legendary engineer, you know, and he's 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 just got back in the business, and he just he's better than anyone else has done stuff for us, you know. I mean, it's productively through the years. It was you know, obviously the last couple albums were. I think you did the last ones too, right? So each time, they, they, you well, know. we did a, um, a live record, and I think it was two thirteen or whatever, and then we did um, uh, World Asylum in two thousand and six. Right. And then you did a remake of that one, right? The new one? After that, yeah, we did one with Mike because uh, we just ran some issues with Wade and uh, we wanted to tour with the original guy. So we just decided to put him back on that record. That's cool. How'd it go? How'd, how'd the fans take that? Like doing so similar with two different singers so quickly? They, um, everyone likes the Wade version better. Yeah. It's and, interesting because uh, he was part of the process. So, so I, I get all that stuff. Well, um, yeah. And I'm just saying it's more of, I just asked more of a fan's view of a song of an album. I'm not looking to get into the politics of the of, of Leatherwolf. You guys have had enough ups and downs, you know, and I, it's more about this, how the fans have taken the music. Cause when you get used to something, you know, you're used to it. So when you put somebody, another component into it, you know, I guess that's opinion. one of the good things about not putting out a record every year. You know, you don't get that big of a fan base, so you can get away with some more stuff, you know? You know, you know the last time we were talking uh, of our, our, our unreleased interview, I was thinking about, and actually, and I know you get this asked a lot, and people are like, why do you think you guys didn't get bigger, yada, yada. And I'm listening to the albums, and I think when you do your first Leatherwolf, like literally from Leatherwolf to, to, to Street Ready, the sound changes so much. You guys sound like so much heavier. It almost feels like you have almost like two different genres almost. You well, know? the first record was more heavier. The, the Island records were a little bit more, um, oh, just just a different engineer, just a different sound, you know? Really, because I feel like the songs are the more guitar oriented, heavier on the second one, and less ballady than the first one. It just feels like it was just a different animal. Well, Jeff wrote most of that record, so you know he's a he's a guitar player. Oh, there you go, there you go. It's pretty good. So, anyway, let's go back to the new one. The process started. You were you were hinting and 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 got a lot of fans excited in 2019. The lineup was a little bit different then, but you released a well, single. Well, Carrie was still here. Jeff was still here, and Paul might have been the equation. You know. Uh, at the very beginning um and, and you know that thing we released with the henchman was um, that was jeff playing bass mm -hmm. and um so we just did that demo and then after that carrie disappeared you can just look online at carrie Howe ftc and find out what goes on there and then um got barry sparks to play who's just like a monster you know way better than everybody i know and then um things went south with jeff and so after those four songs and then after i finished the drums and the bass um just me and rob sat here for a couple of years and finished the record with wow. keith okay you know keith is a he's another phenomenal singer you know that we just really got lucky to find someone that could sing that would fit in 
you know, with the Leather Wolf vibe and just, you know, belt right. it out. Has he, like, where did he come from? Was he in other local bands? I mean. Yeah, he's just a local, a local uh, uh, guy uh, playing in a couple other different bands. And um, it just was, it was a fluke. It was a freak of nature how I found him, you know, and then he came over and sang and we just go, this guy can sing, you know, and we just, oh, yeah. on, he, he actually wrote most of the um, vocals for the whole record, you know, so it was really cool to have that off my plate, you know. <laughs> it's really good. I, I, I always say to fans that haven't heard it, it comes out in the 11th actually. It's it's Leatherwolf. It's your Leatherwolf band. But it could also feel like it's a new band on some level because it's so fresh to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might be because of the new songs and new material and different singer and the production, but it just sounds like it's like 2.0 without knocking anybody else. It just feels like everything's just that much in your face. Everything's just louder. And, and it's so great to hear a good album, solid, solid vocal, solid guitar and drums and everything nowadays in 2022 yeah. you know what i mean you know yeah I, I think um this is just my take on the whole leather wolf name thing you know because back in the day i didn't write all that stuff i just wrote my parts to to those albums you know yeah and it was always carrie jeff and mike that did most of the writing but it was mainly jeff um for the good stuff and um on this one that jeff wrote did a majority of the writing again just didn't plan anything because uh he didn't show up you know and um, so I got to sit around with Rob and we just got to write the second, the third, the harmonies, lead sections, just do a bunch of little stuff that, you know, normally the guitar players do, you know. And what? working with Rob Math is just phenomenal because he's like the nicest guy on the planet and, and he just shreds, you know, he can just shred, you know, it's just, it's super cool. And then even Barry Sparks or even the singer, they're all like really good musicians. Yeah, it's a very solid lineup too. Um, now, do you play other instruments besides drums? Well, on Kill the Hunted, I played the rhythm in the first half of the song. I start off the song playing the guitar. Okay, so you do play guitar. Okay. But not like, you... not like Rob. I mean, you know, it's no, like, no, 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 I'm no. here, and those guys are up here, you know? Right, right, right. Well, but, to, but, to, but to put out a song, I'm saying, because if you look at some of your music in the past couple of years, you're like the sole credit person, depending on what, what uh, streaming site it is, you know? So clearly you have to Only as write producer um, for these, these latest songs, you know, Jeff and I were the, were the main guns on world asylum. And you go before that. I, I'm, I'm not the main guy at all. I'm just the drummer. You know, this one I got to produce. Um, I've been basically paying and funding the, the whole thing since 99, all um, four albums. I, I pretty much funded, you know, so this one, I had more, more input on the guitar related stuff, you know, well, yeah, and it was just nice working with Rob because he could play and his ideas were just super killer, you know. That's interesting. So that's a lot to to like be almost you're almost like being on record label. I mean, to come in and financially support an album is not a cheap thing. Well, I basically at the end of the day, I am the label, you know, for right. the for the live record uh, in '99, for World Asylum, um, for Unchained, and for this. You know, it's it's something that I did because I love I love what Leather Wolf is or should have been and, and what it is. And I just wanted to play music, man. So I just started something and I always finish no matter what direction it goes and just do yeah, the yeah. best I can. In retrospect, I mean, a lot of people first like Leather Wolf should have been bigger, whatever. But if you look back at some of the bands that were bigger back then, they're not around anymore. So the fact you've had the slow burn, you know, it's kind of a good thing. You know, some it, level, right. You, you just don't know about that stuff, dude. It's, you know, you just don't, you know, you don't know, you know, and, but at the end of the day, 
you can play, I can play my drums and I can record albums and, and, and I've learned from a lot of my friends how to do things properly, you know, and then if you get good engineers and you get good, like, like Randy Burns who can mix, um, it just brings it out to a higher level uh, of recording, you know? Well, I'm saying the fact that you guys are still here is a really good thing. Actually, you didn't just like burn bright and then go away, you know? Yeah. You guys stuck it. You stuck it out through thick and thin. You know what I mean? I don't know if I if I would have had it my way, and I and I was a guitar player and I could write, I just would have wrote a lot more records, right? You know, instead of well, playing the old songs for ten years, you know. I can, I hear in that, but I'm glad to say I'm just trying to say I'm glad you guys are around and still putting out music because this is a solid album. You know. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of bands I listened to back in the day don't or they can't put an album out like this. So well, a lot usually bands get more simpler as they get older we don't it's just not my thing I'm, I'm not a fluff guy i'm just like you know just drill it you know and make it be good and make the guitar playing be good and at a higher level of changes and stuff like that you know and plus you know jeff jeff is is a phenomenal writer and a phenomenal player and it's just natural for him to come up with that stuff you know any chance you think you guys will kind of get resolved at least on some kind of songwriting level no you and jeff no okay no I'm, uh, it's just, you know, Hey, he's his own guy and he does his own thing. And we just live on two different planets and it's, it's never going to work out. Well, would have been fun. You know, yeah. I started with the original guys or some of most of them and it just didn't pan out, man. Yeah. I hear you. Well, I mean, you know, life doesn't get any uh, shorter. So you want to keep having fun. So I get that. Yeah. Do, do all the negative. Your drumming is, is phenomenal. Um, you well, don't overplay you. it, but you play it. It's you, 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 I mean, you play like an 18-year-old. You don't play like a six-year-old. It's, it's incredible amount of energy you have. But you also, your fills are different. They're more interesting. You're playing, it's very interesting. It's not static beats, you know? It's really, it feels like it's really thought out in the song. And I think people need to like, because obviously you listen to a, an album like this, you, you look at the guitars and there's, you know, the, the triple guitar attack, so you're really overwhelmed. But if you can stop and you hear it enough or when you put in the headphones, you listen to the drums. There's a lot of different things going on there that... Well, here. I, I I just kind of got my own style. I kind of I, I my main drumming influence is John Bonham from Led Zeppelin, and um, it wasn't it wasn't about the speed of the fill. It was about the coolness of it, you know. And, right, and that's right. that's the funny thing is um, this time around um, when we started this, uh, you know, I swim and I play water polo, so I, I had to get a uh, surgery, so I couldn't play for like a long time, and so um. I got superior drummer and I started writing to the grid in superior drummer. So you, you get a, you get to um, hear see the whole song and you get to come up with riffs with, 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 uh, fills and stuff, you know, and, and then as long as they're not super hard, you can go play them live, you know? So right. this, that's why this record, it, it took me three days to record my drums for, uh, for, uh, world asylum. This one took me 10 because it was, wow. uh, it was tricky, you know, because I, I didn't get to practice enough and I, you know, I got a day job. And so it was, I, I think I did pretty good, you know, on, on this one. Well, and that's what I'm going to say to me. And I, I love to notice like with drums, you know, like drums, you can't do home. You have to go in a studio to record them. I know. I think you said that. I think you did this one in the studio. You can't you do most things at home now or a home studio drums. You really need a great setup to do a good drum sound, which is what you did for this album. But like with drum fills, I find Almost like when people like, could sing really great notes, but it feels like every note they're doing all kinds of crazy acrobats with it. And you're like, I just want to hear this song with a couple of cool things in it. 
just like drum fills can be obnoxious in a song if you don't do it right, you know. And, and that, well, that's the, the difference of, of this album. It, I mean, well, thanks. I try to, um, I just try to give it a vibe, not a, not something that's phenomenally and hard like to play, you know. You know, because you want to serve something too. that has a little melody to it, and that's just kind of cool, and but it's a little tricky to play, you know. Let's talk about some of these songs, though. I mean, you start right, right at the gate, hit, hit the dirt is like explosive, you know, kind of. Which is not face. my style of drumming at all. <laughs> you know, so that's that was a hard one to to get those verses down and actually play them. You know, that was tricky. You know, through through the whole song. And um, when me and Rob were working on that, that was a Jeff song. Um, it right. was arranged a little bit differently. The beginning and end were there, and the only part we liked was the chorus. You know, so then I, I put that little vibe in for the verses and the bridge, and it just kind of dun 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 It kind of made it a little more interesting, and um, it just it just from it just grew as we started you know working on it. You know, well that's what I'm saying. We you put that song, and the first thing you hear, you hear that in your speakers, you're like, whoa, this Leatherwolf's not slowing down at all. You know, that's that, that is the opening track that sets the pace. You know, yeah. I know. Well, I know. that was another thing is um, uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do a hideaway or calling type of thing. And I wanted to do something that was a little bit more metal and a little, little semi-commercial, you know, it's a simple song, you know, in arrangement wise. Right. And, and it just, it has some balls to it, you know? Well, I think it's good because a lot of albums are being, everyone's had a lot of time to sit down for a couple of years now that they're doing albums. They're putting albums out now. So the, the bar is raised a little bit this year with albums coming out. Um, it's hard to get records to sound this good. You know, you, you know, you got to actually put some time into, you know, I went to a studio down in San Diego and I had some good engineers, you know, for tuning my drums and for um, getting mic placements right and just, you know, getting the levels all dialed, you know. Michael Kramer helped me. Um, Mustache Mike from San Diego helped me, which he's super good. And um, Mustache Mike has a great uh, moniker there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there was another guy I can't forget his name, but he does corn and stuff, and he's a, he was he's a real good engineer too. He used to do uh, Prince, love, oh, wow, so. love something. Well, with this album though, so I mean, you, you obviously Kill Hunters on there was a big hit, uh, or single really. Henchman's back on there again. Obviously, you you had you re, you retooled a few things, but with Jeff doing writing and you guys doing writing, and obviously you carried over some of this writing. Are you already thinking about like? continue on songwriting with this this band now that with this lineup like as you're doing it because some people are always thinking and you know not putting oh. the album out but thinking about how the next dynamic is going to be like who can write like oh you know what i mean well um like i can write songs like kill the hunted and write songs like uh the nobody song that's a good song um, too yeah so that's something that me and a guy named pat guy came up with it, I, it was my idea my arrangement and i just came up with the drum beat and pat just played the bass and then we gave it to carrie and carrie came up with the guitar riff Right. Carrie came up with a, the chorus, and he also came up with a great idea to take that intro riff and make that riff be the chorus, which was weird, but it was a great idea. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I can I can personally do those kind of songs. You know, but when okay. it comes to those guitar riff songs that are just that intricate, that's that's beyond me. You know, I can't I can't do that stuff. You know, that's a Jeff Gare thing. You know, but that's just like everybody. Everyone's got their own thing. You know, so um, the next record I do will be more along. Um, the lines of those two songs, you know, yeah. or maybe only the wicked too, you know. What, before this, though, before you even the injury, how much drumming were you doing if you weren't like recording, like on, on a normal thing? How much practicing were you doing to keep up with this? 
Um, not much at all. Um, because you know, the, the leather was we were just playing shows, so so uh, I would just get prepared two weeks, uh, maybe a month before I'd go sit and work on my rudiments for a couple of weeks and just go through the songs to get them, get my style back and get, get in shape to go play this, the old stuff, you know, but the old stuff was so much simpler to play. Right. You know, this time around, I'm going to try to hit the record world asylum and hopefully this record gets properly on enough to where we can play some songs on that. And so that's going to be a little tricky doing these ones. And of course, we'll play the classic Leatherwolf stuff because we have to, you know. And plus, there's there's a lot of the old Leatherwolf stuff that I like, like the songs I gave you, Gypsies and Thieves, Spirits yes. in the Wind, you know. Those if are we're talking songs. about that. Those, you look forward to hearing those live now because, once again, they go to 11. As Final Tap would say, these go to, those go to 11. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was, you like that song? We can play like those just like the record, you know, just like those recordings you heard. That's what yeah. that's what level of guys I'm playing with these days. Fantastic! It, it's you know it says a lot. I mean, you got a lot to choose from from the set list because this this album a lot of it. Should, I mean, I think you play the whole thing, but you can't do that. So it's going to be a challenge for you to do this album. You got some past album because you got some past hits, but you got to work the hits in. You know, yeah, obviously. Well, so, um, I just found out yesterday we're we're number one in Japan on Amazon for record sell, and it's not even out yet. So you know. If something goes happen. on with that, then we might be able to do this. And we just started uh, pushing the radio stations, and we're number two in on the playlists, you know, right now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. We'll just see what happens. How is how does publicity work nowadays for a band like this? Like contacting well, is it? You got a different. You know, we we ha- we hired CMM to promote and get interviews and all that stuff for Europe and do radio. And for here, we got Skateboard uh, Muncie from Skateboard. And I just talked to him today and he says, dude, you're doing killer. You know, you're, 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 everyone's picking it up and playing it, you know, so you're, you're good. But you have to hire those guys to do that stuff. Right. You know, to, to push, to push the product to the radio stations and the college stations. Well, and that's, that's different. I mean, back in the day, you, the record labels were the banks and they paid for it. And then they just gave you a big bill at the end. You better have sold a lot of stuff. You probably well, still they're just trying to promote a product, dude. And, right. and, and you got to get in front of the people to see if it sticks. You know, so we don't have a label. Uh, We got Roar in Europe, and they were just kind enough to, you know, do this thing. And and those guys were really nice, and they really loved the band. You know, so that that's that's kind of cool. Then we got um, a a cool Japan Japanese uh, label. I forget what its name is, but but they're really they they were nice. And plus, we got the Hellion in uh, South America, Brazil, and stuff like that. I imagine the fans really love the triple guitar in Brazil. Very maiden. People love Maiden, and yeah, you got, I know you guys are doing it before Maiden, so I just imagine, you know, a lot of well, I think, there. Uh, you know, listen to that stuff, dude. It's it's, it's way different than Iron Maiden did, you right? Know? No, but I'm saying they love guitar. You know, I'm saying oh, yeah, so yeah, loves yeah. a lot of guitar. Is what I'm saying. Well, I I love guitar. That's why there's so much of it on this record. You know, I just kept throwing it on there. Randy kept going, dude. You got too much going on. You got too much shit going on here. You don't need all that stuff. Well, it was perfect. It was it's good. You know, yeah. it stands out. It stands out though. I mean, yeah, if it was poorly produced, it would have been too much because it just would have been muddy. Well, plus Robbie's playing is just phenomenal and it's just this whole vibe is just you know you remember it you know you know some people like Madhouse think that lead is just phenomenal you know yeah it is I think um, I, I'm looking at the song list here right? well my favorite is I'm digging it in Slaves lately but uh, nobody's probably been my favorite the past three days I've been going back and forth to it I love Medusa I mean 
I, I like them all, but I go back and forth on my favorite, you know, and hit the dirt. Yeah, see, nobody, nobody came around for me um, listening to Ultrabridge. And um, I really liked the drummer's style because he was using the toms and stuff. So I go, that's just cool. Yeah. And so uh, I just came up with a, an arrangement and I came up with the parts that had that vibe in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I recorded it and sent it to Carrie and he came up with the guitar riff, you know. It's but then funny. Robbie wrote the verse for that song. Keith wrote the vocals, but Carrie did write the main chorus. Well, I mean, this is now proud of, you know, and I'm going to tell everybody to go out there and get it. Uh, hopefully this interview, but before it even goes out, I want to think of how next day or two we'll go, have, we'll go right, right out. I want to encourage people. I know you've only done, a, what, one one show with this lineup? Yeah, we did M3. And wasn't there probably, if I'm correct, you didn't get to play it, right? Because you were hurt or? Well, I played the... M3 and then, um, and then I hurt my wrist. Yeah. Ah. And um, so we got someone else to fill in for me on um, Rocktember. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And plus we had to cancel some European shows because of my injury, you know. Well, you'll be able to make them up with this album coming out now. And how I how see. was it though? Like with, with with the new lineup though, playing live, is it? Does it feel? Oh, like- it's killer. It's 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 everyone gets along. Everyone's everyone's cool. It's all good. But it felt like you know, Bryce is playing bass. Um, Luke is playing guitar. Wayne Finley, you know from. I mean, he's a Michael Schenkner guy, so he, he's done this for years. He's he's a great player and a nice guy. Yeah. You're not going to suck to be, play with Michael. You're not going to be a sucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you better have your chops together for that. Um, yeah. So at this point, you're, 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 so you really don't know any, any shows got coming up for this or any kind of release? Nothing's booked, dude. We got nothing. We'll just see if this record does anything and gets us some shows. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Well, I hope the album should do something. It'll be a crime if it doesn't, you know? Yeah, you just never know, dude. We... When it comes to touring and playing in front of real, real crowds, it's been rough for Leather Wolf. Well, hopefully this album doing well in Japan might be a good starting spot over there, Japan and over in Asia, you know. That'd be cool. Starting spot. It'd be, you know, it'd be good. Um, I'm tell you what, watching this, the links are going for the show, for the, for the website, I'm sorry, for the, for the album. I can be right underneath it. So just get done with this interview, click on it, check out the album, get the album. You know, it's out three days. Um, the artwork's great. Actually, before we end, let's talk about the artwork. I, I, I do love the cover. I'm a, okay, you know, I'm so um, guy. that that um that came from Mark Sasso in New York. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he does all a bunch of uh, artwork for a bunch of famous people, you know, and uh, um he, he it's just killer. He's just really good, you know, and he's my friend, and he just really did a great job on this this record. I thought on the artwork, I think it's super cool. I do too. I really like it, you know. You need to have it's, it's a complete package. You need the music to go with a title, with the you know the lead in the song. It's got the artwork. It's it's a whole thing, you know. And it's it, all it pure helps. luck, dude. None of it was planned out. It just <laughs> he just came up with some art. We wrote the, did our deal in the studio about the songs, and it just it just came out this way, you know. Well, it came out good. So thanks. And that's actually the artwork we're talking about behind you. If people want to get the album, we'll see it. That's awesome, man. Yep, there we go. I love that. There it is. It's some awesome. cool art. It is cool. Dean, I want, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, hopefully you'll be out playing around. I'd like to see you at some point. It'd be great. Well, right on. Good. Good to hear from you again, buddy. And giddy up.